Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Dan Bongino. Welcome to the Bongino Brief. I'm Dan Bongino. Folks, the money coming into the swamp from swamp rats in the United States, from foreigners paying people in the United States, lobbyists, former politicians, to lobby on behalf of foreign interests in the United States is insane. Does everybody get this? This is the point I'm trying to make about why the Hunter Biden story, the media and the left needs it and the swamp. Some Republicans too, by the way. Foreign governments have been paying influential people like Hunter Biden, the Clinton Foundation and others for decades now to lobby on behalf of foreign governments, some of whom are enemies of the United States. The Ukrainian piggy bank I talk about in my book, Follow the Money. Please read the chapter, Insane in Ukraine. The Ukrainian piggy bank that Hunter Biden was taking part in is one example of a larger scandal in the United States that when the Hunter Biden thing is exposed, it's going to expose a lot of people who were doing the exact same thing. Here's what I mean. They all cashed in, folks. Wealthy Russians, wealthy Ukrainians, and wealthy members of the Chinese Communist Party bought off people in this country with influence who sold us the out. You fill in the blank. They sold us out. I saw it in a, a breaking, breaking 911. You may think to yourself, oh, okay, it sounds interesting. FBI seizes a $90 million yacht owned by a Putin ally, Victor Vexelberg in Spain. I thought, oh, boy, Victor Vexelberg, FBI is now seizing this uh, Putin ally's yacht. What could this possibly mean? Hmm. But the name may ring a bell. You got to be a real fan of the show to know where that name goes. I know you've heard of it before. So Spanish authorities seized this uh, yacht for, uh, from Victor, Victor Vexelberg. And the, uh, the indictment they used, the court paperwork they used, excuse me, alleges that the tango, the yacht, was subject to forfeiture based on violations of U.S. bank fraud, money laundering, and sanction statutes. Pretty serious charges against Victor Vexelberg. And I'm thinking to myself, gosh, where have we heard the name Victor Vexelberg before? Who was Victor Vexelberg? Well, let's walk through this, keeping in mind the entire time we're talking about U.S. politicians selling us out to Russia, China, and Ukraine, some some of them potential enemies of the United States. So who is Victor Vexelberg, right? May not hear too much about this connection. They seized his yacht, but you don't, uh, you don't hear much about Victor Vexelberg and Skolkovo, do you? What the hell, Skolkovo? Well, let's go to this next story at this Radio Free Europe site. This is from 2019. World-renowned scientific university quietly untangles itself from a Russian billionaire. Who could that Russian billionaire be, and why would a university want to get away from him? Quote, Washington's relations with Moscow were being reset. The reset. Oh, that was a Hillary Clinton thing, right? The reset, the reset button. I remember that. And Victor Vexelberg was heading a Kremlin-backed initiative called Skolkovo to develop high-technology research and entrepreneurship. To complete the academic piece of his innovation center, dubbed Russia's Silicon Valley, 
he needed to partner with a prominent U.S. academic institution. Who was Victor Vexelberg? Well, you can see right there, as the U.S.-Russia relations were being reset, that was a Hillary Clinton thing when she was in the Obama administration. We got to reset our relationship. Why would you want to reset your relationship with Russia? Table that for a second. Now I want to ask you a separate but not unrelated question. I'll tie it together for for you in a moment. Why is the U.S. Defense Department headed by the hapless uh, Lloyd Austin or the general, as as Biden calls him, the general guy? um, Why are they so sensitive about their hypersonic missile gap? Hypersonic missiles, which are very dangerous, can evade our missile defenses and potentially destroy the United States if they're nuclear tipped, right? Why is the Defense Department so sensitive about the Chinese and the Russians beating us in the hypersonic missile race? I'll tie this to Skokovo in a minute. Stay tuned. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. survival rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Here's Republican Congressman Matt Gates asking Lloyd Austin about the hypersonic missile gap, and Austin loses his mind. Why are they so sensitive about losing the hypersonic missile race? Play that cut. I've also seen that we're behind, Mr. Secretary. We're behind in hypersonics. We failed to deter Russia. Last year, so what do you, what do you, what do you mean we're behind in hypersonics? How, how do you, okay, how do you, who do you, who's ahead in hypersonics? How, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you make that assessment? I don't know. I make that assessment because China is fielding hypersonic weapon systems and we are still developing them. I make that assessment because Russia actually used one. By the way, your own people brief us that we are behind and that China is winning. Are you aware of the briefings we get on hypersonics? I am certainly aware of briefings that we provide to, to Congress. But it, it's not just the hypersonic. It's all over the world. So the fact that the Russians and the Chinese have beat us with hypersonic missile technology is not new. As Matt Gates uh, correctly notes, defense defi- the officials have been warning about the hypersonic missile gap for years. But why is Lloyd Austin so sensitive about it now? Something we've known about forever. Hmm. Could it have anything to do with a story written years ago by Diana West, a brilliant writer at the Daily Caller we've covered off often? The article's called Hillary's Hypersonic Missile Gap. The article notes that the Washington Examiner drew on some, uh, some emails obtained by Citizens United. And they noted that in those emails, Hillary Clinton, when she was running the State Department, they pushed to approve a meeting between her husband, Bill, the former president, as you know, and a powerful Russian oligarch as her agency lined up investors for a project under his purview. Who was the Russian oligarch Bill Clinton wanted to meet with? Oh, no way. It's Victor Vexelberg. No. The Skolkovo guy whose yacht was just seized. Not a chance in Hades. His name was Victor Vexelberg, notes the Daily Caller. Ha! Who's also a Clinton Foundation donor, Renova, the company. And the project under his purview was Skolkovo which is being built near Moscow. The following month, Bill Clinton, there he is, old Bill, Wild Bill, 
would receive $500,000 for a speech in Moscow from Renaissance Capital, a Russian investment bank with ties to the Kremlin, a Clinton Foundation donor, a Skolkovo executive, and which talked up Uranium One, whose sale the Clinton State Department would approve and whose executives together contributed $145 million to the Clinton Foundation. Wow, that's just, gosh, that sounds really bizarre. Man, alive. That sounds like Putin people were buying off the Clintons. Well, what the hell does this have to do with hypersonic missiles? Stay tuned. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Second part of Diana West piece. We haven't read this piece. It's, it's mind-blowing. It's in the newsletter. Check it out. The shocking set of emails the examiner reported on shows the nexus of Bill and Hillary Clinton's foundation, Hillary Clinton's State Department, Bill Clinton, Russian oligarch Vexelberg, and Skolkovo, Russia's Silicon Valley. The Putin project to transfer Western technology to Russia that was tri- championed and driven by Mrs. Clinton. And Diana West notes, what do you know, folks? 17 out of the 28 tech companies that hitched up with Skolkovo also contributed to the Clinton Foundation. Gosh, what a quinky dink there. Meanwhile, Barack Obama's support for Russian WTO membership made the whole global flow so much easier. So just to recap, before I get to this last piece on the hypersonic missile connection here, Hillary wants a Russian reset. So does Obama pushes for Russian membership in the WTO. Hillary's trying to sell people on a Russian technology project that is already known to be stealing American technology. Hillary wanted that she was for America. Coincidentally, a lot of the companies involved in the Russian project were also donors to the Clinton Foundation. And Bill wanted to go over to Russia to give a speech in front of one of the companies involved with this whole Iran deal and this project for $500,000. And during the speech or after the speech, he wanted to meet with Vexelberg, the same guy whose yacht was seized, who runs the Skolkovo project, stealing our technology. Man, that sounds weird. Here's the last part to tie in the hypersonic missiles and why they're so sensitive about the hypersonic missile gap. This is a quote. In the piece from a 2012 Army intelligence report about what Skolkovo was up to, the Russian technology project Hillary loves so much. Quote, although military activities are not an official cluster of activity, the Skolkovo Foundation has, in fact, been involved in defense related activities since December of 2011. When it approved the first weapons related project, the development of a hypersonic cruise missile engine. The project is a response to the U.S. Department of Defense's advanced hypersonic weapon, part of the prompt global strike program. A couple takeaways here. The Hunter Biden, Hillary Clinton case scares them because the foreign piggy banks they were using have to stay hidden. They have to stay hidden because they're still being used to buy off politicians here in the United States. Hunter Biden took advantage of the Ukrainian piggy bank. Bill Clinton and the Clinton Foundation took care of the Russian piggy bank. Joe Biden took part, uh, according to the big guy emails, in the Chinese Communist Party piggy bank. They all sold you out for a check from enemies of the United States. 
The Democrats, takeaway number two, are knee-deep in this. So are some swampy Republicans, make no mistake. But the Democrats are knee-deep, whereas many of the Republicans are just ankle-deep. Hillary, Obama, Biden, Hunter Biden, his brother. Putin financed the anti-energy left in the United States. Vladimir Putin financed a bunch of efforts, him and the Russian government, to get people to attack fossil fuels in the United States, which worked. Why? And around the world, by the way, because Vladimir Putin wanted to monopolize the petrochemical market himself. The final takeaway, and the reason I mentioned that, is because the left financed Putin's war machine. Hillary Clinton promoting a Skolkovo project that stole our technology to develop weapons that could annihilate us while simultaneously pushing to transfer our uranium assets to a foreign country, stop the production of our petrochemical assets, while those uranium assets were under the custody of Russia, and petrochemical assets were monopolized by Vladimir Putin. It's only, again, the biggest political scandal of our time. But yeah, you're for Ukraine now. Yeah, you're for the, you're for the latest thing. You're all about Ukraine. You are? See, I'm, I, I'm not for death and destruction in any scenario. And I think Vladimir Putin is clearly evil. I've, some of the imagery coming out of there is really disturbing in Ukraine. But unlike you guys, I'm not a fraud about it. You sold out Ukraine to Russia a long time ago and helped finance their war machine. So your opinion on the matter now is candidly irrelevant. Haven't heard that story, have you? You'll hear that here. The Dan Bongino Show. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe to The Dan Bongino Show wherever you get your podcasts.